Hi, my name is Kevin McDonald, and I'm declaring my independence. Independence from what? Why, negative thoughts and energy, of course. Chief among them, hate, division, and fear. You see, I know that we're all one, and together we can solve any problem, save our planet and each other. Please, join me as we come together as one and choose a better way to be. So now, let's begin with my independence report. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of my independence report. That's Eric Hall sitting right over there, and it's exciting uh, to have him here because I got a couple of announcements. Announcements, announcements. Did you, were you ever a Cub Scout or a Boy Scout? I was. In fact, I made it all the way to Weeblo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's Cub Scouts of the highest order. Yes, it was. I was a wee wee blow. <laughs> However, don't say that in the wrong bar. <laughs> no, no, that's a bad, that's a bad thing. But so, but a couple things. Uh, first of all, we're going to have to explain uh, to people that are going to listen to us in the future what exactly a transit transient is, and uh, um, and stuff. And we are going to create. I've, I've made an executive decision that we're going to create a segment and we're going to call it that. And we're going to put your picture on the opening. So what oh, do you think of that? Oh, I love it. I love it. Yeah, that sounds great. So what the hell is a transit transient? Well, uh, a transit transient, you know, it started from people that get on the bus. Cause as you know, Kevin, being, being a, a bus driver, a one-time bus driver, uh, many of our, our good riders are people that are uh, transient. And uh, they uh, get on the bus and they go somewhere else and then they get off the bus and then they're transit, you know, transients for, you know, a bit of time. However, in the larger scheme of things, you know, we're all kind of uh, transit transients because we take the bus or we travel somewhere and uh, we're mobile. We're constantly moving. We're evolving. Uh, just because we participate in the world, we're in constant state of change. And uh, I like to observe that. I like to write about that. It, it's something that I like to engage in the changing process. It's a good uh, changing process too, because you get to you get to see stuff from a whole different viewpoint. Oh. I, I just love the viewpoint that we have. It's it's absolutely fascinating, you know, um, getting to watch people as a bus driver because you know i have to tell you people don't always know that they're being watched and i'm very respectful of this and sometimes i kid about it people don't fully understand uh when i say i'm a people watcher i really am interested in what people do and i've been doing it a long time that uh I watch people in a way that they don't know that they're being watched. And do, I could Yeah, I consider myself a voyeur, but not in a sexual way, just just in a way that uh, people um, you can see their humanity in a moment when they're not aware that they're being human. Yes. Yes. You know, it's yes, it uh, without a doubt. Now, we got to ask you, do you ever dream about being a bus driver? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I've had these horrible, you know, I've had these horrible dreams. You probably had these too, man. They're they're kind of upsetting because in fact I've had this one reoccurring dream that, that changes a little bit, but it's a recurring dream that I that I pull into the base. 
and I pull into the parking garage of the bus, right? There's a tip because we don't have a parking garage for the buses. <laughs> you know, I go up to the ramp that uh, we we go up to the ramp to put the bus on and then we come down so so the mechanics can look in, in, at the bus as we pull over to look what's under it, you know, see if there's any dead folk or what have, have we picked up. And then we, we come back down the ramp and I'm pushing on the brakes and it won't stop and it won't stop and I'm coming at it, you know, no matter what I do and I can't reach the pedal, I can't reach the pedal and I come down, you know, and then I wake up. Have you ever gotten lost? I've gotten I've I've had dreams where where I've I've been I've been lost and end up somewhere where I can't get out of and and I can't pick it up and I can't you know I can't move the bus and then people are yelling at me and and it's it's, it's they're nightmares. They are the worst possible thing that can happen on a bus. I dream, I had a dream about one last night where the guy gets on the bus and and um passes me by he shows me a crumpled transfer that's clearly um a third of the length that it's supposed to be and uh and he he said that good right and i said well no it's 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 expired <laughs> and so he comes and he starts hitting on me and and beating oh. me up and it's like then fortunately that never happened but uh <laughs> good good I, I tell you, that was one of those. There have been times, Eric, when I've literally had to get up out of bed, walk around the house, <laughs> wake up enough so, so that I don't go back and continue the same dream <laughs> on. I have to change the channel, but sometimes it's hard to change the channel. Um, oh, yeah. You know. I, I even had a dream that I was driving a bus and then suddenly I was flying an airplane. Really? Yeah. And, and, uh, probably going too fast. Apparently. <laughs> apparently. So it was, it's a, <laughs> so it's, it's weird when we, when we just sit and we have dreams about, about what we used to do or what I used to do, what you do every day. And yeah. it stays with you after a while. It does, man. It does, man. You know, I got lost for real once. Did you really? I did. And I, I fortunately I didn't have anybody on the bus. And it, it was so it was hilarious when I found out what they did to deal with me. Because, you know, there's a point <laughs> I found out there's a point that they deal with you in a way that they don't have time to deal with you. So they just figure out what to do so that you're okay and they'll get back to you later because they don't yeah. have time to walk you through, you know. So I was somewhere in Renton and they said, okay, tell me, go up to the next stop and that has numbers on it, stop there and then call us back. So I go up to the next stop that had numbers. It was two, three stops before it had numbers. So I call them. It takes about five minutes, as you know, sometimes for them to pick up, you know, to get to you. So I tell them what number it is and go, huh, that doesn't make sense. Are you, what, what's on your left? And I said, well, there's a golf course on my left and there's a, uh, there's a, a cemetery on my right. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, keep following that road. You're going to follow that road for about 40 minutes and you're going to come to Kent Kangley road. And when you get to Kent Kangley road, take a ride at, I forget what it was, and go to the second light and then go to that next stop and park and then call us back. <laughs> I said, 45 minutes, really? And they said, yeah. And I said, okay. And, and I said, well, 
okay and she said it's a beautiful day just relax and have a nice time don't worry about it this happens it's okay so i said oh okay and it was a beautiful day i just I enjoyed the trees you know a lot of beautiful deciduous trees you know, <laughs> leafy so i just drove those, on down there those are leafy trees if you're if you're wondering yeah. I've, I've learned i've learned that in our association <laughs> together so and there's view glimpses of mount rainier and all it was a beautiful day so about 45 minutes later i got to kent like i got to that intersection i took a right and i found that stop and psh, set the emergency brake i called them and you know okay go up uh two more intersections take a right follow that road down you'll see i-67 or 167 followed in you'll see where you're at so that's what i did i got back to the road I talked to another bus driver. He goes, yeah, they, they do that, man. If somebody is beyond hope <laughs> and they don't have time to deal with you, that's what they do. <laughs> it was a little embarrassing if it wasn't so damn funny, you know. Yeah. And, and, of course, they are at this, uh, for those of you that don't have never been to a control center, it is a bunch of uh, tables with computers on them, and there's a bunch of electronics everywhere, and uh, there are people that are sitting there, and one, one coordinator, they call them coordinator, he may have as many as 200 buses yeah. that he's working with. And uh, it's been more than one time when you'll get, you'll get over the, the intercom, it'll say, attention, attention all drivers unless this is an absolute emergency and i mean an emergency don't give us a call and and so you you don't call them when it's an emergency and and uh and stuff so but it's they they try really hard to be nice but the thing is you can't back the thing up have you ever have you ever backed up a 60 footer officially no <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely not, Kevin. Not ever, 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 never. No. We no, wouldn't do that. Not have, you, have you ever had to uh have you ever locked one up? Um no. <laughs> you know what? I no. I was gonna tell you a story, but I, I'm gonna save that for some time after I retire and my <laughs> retirement checks are coming in. <laughs> <laughs> then you'll be able to say, "Oh, yeah, that's." Um, I've I've locked up. Now let me explain what we're talking about here. Yeah, I, on the articulated buses, those are the ones that bend in the middle. Um, they only allow you to bend so much, mm -hmm. and if you bend them too much, then the bus will uh, lock up. And, and Yep, and then when it locks up, I mean everything locks up. It, the the brakes go, and and nothing, nothing. You can do nothing. Nothing. So I was going, going. I was in downtown Seattle, and I was going down Third Avenue. I was headed towards the Seattle Center, and I get passed by a bunch of emergency vehicles, and just so happens that they were turning where I was supposed to turn, uh -oh. um, to go down to Broad, and. Um, so they blocked off that street. So I called it in and said, my, my there's a fire emergency or something going on. So I'm not going to be able to make that turn uh, to go down to First Avenue and then go out that way towards towards uh, um, Puget Sound. And um, so he said, all right, do this. Uh, stop, go one 
street shore, take a left, take another left, take another left, and then go to Mercer, and then take a left, and then you'll be back where you want to go. And I said, okay, great. I'll just take left, 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 and I'll be fine. Well, when I get to the last left, which is uh, Mercer Street, there's this great big old sign above above me that says um, no left turn. You know, it's got that little arrow that says no left turn on it. Whoops, whoops. And I said, well, he told me to go there, and he, I'm sure he knows what he's talking about. So I'm, uh, I make that turn, and I make it almost completely except for the pole that was so i had the thing cranked all the way is to turn it as best i could and there was a pole there oh, that no. uh, that stopped me from continuing further oh. and now if for those of you that are not from seattle mercer street uh is a major thoroughfare and right next to the seattle center there's five streets that converge up at that light that's a bizarre intersection Yes, and I, my little butt was right in the middle of the intersection. Oh boy, so that's not five. a little butt. <laughs> that's an eighty foot. That's a sixty foot butt, man. Yes. So, so, so it's locked up. I've got uh, um, probably 45, 50 people on the bus. Ooh. And it, it was uh, late uh, um, um, during rush hour, like six o'clock, seven o'clock. And, um, and so I cannot move. So I call it in and, and I say, I, I, I cannot move. I'm, I've locked it up. I tried to make that turn. I didn't make that turn. I've locked it up. I need assistance because you, what we need is somebody, uh, a supervisor to come and help us back the thing up. And in this case, they have to unlock it. Once it's locked up, I cannot do a thing. And so he said, well, we don't have any supervisors available. At that moment, I get a knock on the door on the window from a uh, um, um, from a nightstick. Uh oh! Clink, 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 clink. <laughs> Seattle Police Department, and he's he's going, "What the hell happened to you?" And I said, "Well, I tried to make the corner. He told me I could make the corner, but I couldn't make the corner, and now I'm locked up." And he said, "Well, can you back up?" And I said, I'm not supposed to back these things up, and it's locked up. So the brakes are locked up. Everything's locked up. So he said, well, you're going to have to move this bus. And I said, well, the coordinator, they, they said that there's no supervisor there to help me. Do you know how to drive a bus? <laughs> he looked at me Oof. like I lost my mind. And uh, he said, no, no, never done that. And uh, so, so I called the coordinator back. And uh, he says, have you ever unlocked the bus before? And I said, no, I have no idea how to do any of that. And he said, well, what you need to do is to go stand on your seat and reach above the bus. And there are you take the um, um, the the dash, the, the 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 panel off above where the driver sits. And it's pretty high up there. Um, and then there's a button that says release. Oh, good to know. Yeah, in this case it was, but there's something that you need to know before you hit release. It's like it's like having sudden diarrhea because when you hit release, everything goes. Ooh. So I'm there, I'm standing on the seat, and I hit, but nobody tells me this, of course, because experience is the best teacher. So, um, 
I, nobody tells me that. So I hit the release button and the bus starts to move. Oh, oh no. <laughs> oh yes. And the policeman is standing right outside the bus saying, sir, the bus is moving. The bus is moving. The bus is moving. And it's oh, like, Oh no. Oh crap. Oh crap. Oh crap. And so I, I get down and fortunately there was nobody right behind me. And cause it started going backwards. So I didn't hit the pole but I was going backwards and started to do a bit of a, and, and so, uh, um, I stopped it and then, uh, I, I started to negotiate my way just a little bit by a foot at a time, backing up a little bit then thinking I got enough and to make it around the pole and stuff. And finally, a, another Metro driver comes, saves my life by, uh, by taking my, my mirror and collapsing my mirror so that I, would get by that that thing um but wow. that was so so i'm so i make it by My lights gone everything everything is better and and the the people on the bus are actually cheering dude they're, they're giving me applause for making it through that little nightmare and then then oh. i said so i get on the intercom and I probably shouldn't have said this, but you know how I am. Um, <laughs> I have the right to remain silent, but I don't have the ability. <laughs> so I get on the microphone and said, thank you very much. By the way, does anybody have a drink? Uh, <laughs> you deserved it. I need a vodka. Give me something. Give me some water. And and stuff. So anyway, that's 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 one of the best stories of uh, of what oh can happen to you suddenly, God. and not and if you're not prepared for it, it can be it can be a really my bad disaster. So you, God, to, you really have got to be got to be careful about See. about that. So now that that's now that I've told you that, that's the stuff of nightmares, man. Now, are you driving an articulated bus now? Yes. Oh boy. Yeah. Yeah, I'm on Route 50, which Route 50 has no business having articulated buses. I don't know why. Theoretically, because they've got the ridership is high enough, but probably not. Um, well, I think uh, I think the three people that I pick up have plenty of room. <laughs> <laughs> they're not large people. They're not like you and I. They're, yeah. You know, <laughs> they're, they're, they're they're not full of girth and and vitality like us. They're they're rather petite. I think they're juice drinkers, as a matter of fact. <laughs> well you know fruit juice type you know they juice their own yeah well the bad news is now that i've said that to you yeah what what you're gonna walk up a bus (laughs) and when you do you're gonna you're gonna be swearing at me (laughs) and because you know i'm just the idiot that'll try that on my own Because that story that I'm saving, I'm tempted to tell you, but uh, I think I'm gonna save that because you know, <laughs> just by luck, somebody would look tuned in just this once when I tell that story. And, well, you know, no, no, statue no, of limitations is not long enough yet. <laughs> well, no, the way it works is as long as you didn't hit something that you can't cover up, um, <laughs> and nobody complained. No, in fact, and, similar to you, I got applause. Yeah. So. <laughs> well, and that, that have, I, I, I had another bus driver who was in my part-time class walk up to me one time and he said, boy, have I screwed up now? And I said, what'd you do? 
And he said, well, I, I, I kind of short circuited or short, short routed this, this corner. And, and I, and I put a dent in the bus and uh, I said, did you call it in? No. <laughs> did you do a, a, a uh, um, accident report? No. Was I supposed oh, to? And, and I said, well, now you're left with what I call um, um, positive deniability. Uh, meaning, meaning that that if nobody brings it up, I wouldn't bring it up either. <laughs> if I were you, that's uh, the last it, option. That it is. It's it's you know that plausible deniability. That's what it is. Plausible deniability. I don't know anything about that, sir. Uh, <laughs> it might have happened, but I don't recall it and stuff. So Call you know, yeah. it's just one of those things. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're a bad influence on Eric. <laughs> I don't think Kevin has to worry. <laughs> I can, I can. You, you're, you're fully capable of. See, and but you're like me. You're not going to call in something that is, that is, uh, that you can. If you believe, I believe, Lord, that I can get myself out of this year's situation without having to call it in and having somebody think that I'm stupid or. And I am. <laughs> they tell us they tell us in training don't bust yourself don't yeah. bust yourself you know and they tell us be honest too don't don't hide anything from them you know but uh, don't don't get yourself in trouble so you know I, I take that to heart I don't you know if I get lost or if I take a wrong turn and I know that I'm gonna have a difficult time I call it in and say, hey, I took a wrong turn. I tell them. Um, <clears throat> but there are times that I've taken a wrong turn, and I know that I can pick up a bus route and recover it. I just pick up a bus route and recover it. I know you know, when to do it, when not to, because they're busy people. They don't have time to cover everything of my stupid errors. But there are times you know, that I haven't read the reroutes. <laughs> That's, oh, when you get that in trouble. when you get in trouble. <laughs> That's when you get in trouble because then it's too late. You've got a bus full of people right. and all of a sudden there's, you know, a construction going on and a detour and your dumb ass is sitting there and you're trying to get somewhere that the bus probably cannot. And, you know, some, somebody that's, you know, watching what you do is kind enough to say, hey, idiot, you can't get the bus through there. I was on the bus yesterday, and we were stuck for a half an hour. And I'm thinking, well, you know, I can get through there. <laughs> so I go ahead and try it. <laughs> and I get through there with a half inch on three sides of the bus just fine. It takes me five minutes to get through there, but I get through unscathed. And... uh I do it out of the stubbornness of, you know, of myself. I'm just stubborn that way. Yeah. 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 You know? so, so what's the, uh, getting stuck. Have you ever, what's the worst, uh, getting stuck you've ever, barring this one story that you're going to save for later. What's the, what's the worst that you've ever gotten stuck? Uh, stuck. I haven't gotten stuck. Oh, <laughs> I haven't, I, I haven't gotten stuck. I, I just, here's a, here's a good one for you. Yeah. I, I, I can honestly say that I've had probably in 11 years, I had probably everything that could possibly happen to me, happen to me at one time or another. So mm -hmm. I, 
I am uh, on uh, Rainer Avenue, and I'm going to take a left and go to Sunset because I'm going to go up on the Martin Luther King and go and go to Seattle. I was driving the 101, yeah. and uh, um, so I turn and I see a car in front of me in the in the zone stopped, and then I looked to the to, to the front of the car. And I see these two legs sticking out and this, this, whoever was underneath the car, he, his legs were shaking violently. Oh God. Oh no. And I had pulled up right behind, I mean, oh, no. right behind this, this car. And then, um, within, by the time I assessed the situation that I needed to figure out how to get out of there because I needed to go around him and, and it's a major stop. So there were probably 15 people standing there and I, I opened the door and, and one guy said, yeah, man, a guy just got hit, uh, right, right there. And so, um, and it was at that point that I start to hear sirens and I see one, two, three fire engines, and they park themselves, one in front of me, one directly beside me in the middle of the street, and one behind me. Oh, great. That's, that's what I said. <laughs> great. God so, bless them. Yeah, so then I have to call it in. I, Hi, this is, uh, this is 101, um, number, number 12. Uh, I'm stuck behind a car that just hit a man, and the medics are here, and the... And he said, you didn't do it, did you? <laughs> I said, no, it had nothing to do with me. But unfortunately, I couldn't, I didn't see it until I was at the zone. And so now I've got, I've got police and I've got firemen and I've got everybody here. And I, I am effect, effectively blocked in. And he, and he was like, okay, that's all right. And then, and then he calls. And what they also do is they like to play around sometimes with uh, the, um, the announcer uh, button. So he gets he gets on and he says, "Attention, attention, all operators! Attention, all operators! The 101 number 12 is stuck behind a fire truck at a at a a uh, pedestrian accident. No, it wasn't involving our bus, but he's just stuck there. So <laughs> I was stuck there for an hour uh, while wow. they were because they had to move they had to move the guy and they had to do all the stuff that that." Uh, you do when somebody, you know, the ambulance comes and then, and then the tow truck comes because they were taking that car. I don't know how those people got home, but, uh, so Ooh, not cool. No. So just, you know, but, but I feel sorry for the, the coordinators because they have to deal with 200 and knuckleheads like me. Um, wow. and, well, the and, guy lived to the guy that got hit. Did he live? He got, he, uh, he hit his head and had a seizure. That's why his. So, but he, we think he, we think he lived. Uh, I've. That's the one thing that I've never been part of, which was a, um, a fatal, a fatal accident. I, I, I you know, so that would. You haven't hit anybody either, I assume. No, but I hit a pigeon last week. Oh, I hit a crow once. Did you? Yeah. yeah. I, so you, you hit you hit a, you, did, the pigeon didn't make it, did it? No, and I gave this damn pigeon every every break. <laughs> you know, I was at the Northgate Transit Center, and it was the only pigeon. Maybe this had something to do with it. And I, I have to wonder if pigeons, if if animals at times commit suicide, because <laughs> I, I swear 
I was going one mile, two miles per hour tops as this pigeon, you know, sort of waddled in front of me and then started going from my left across. So it saw my butt. How does a, how does a pigeon not see a bus? Now you've all, you've seen these, you know, videos. I, I know you, I know people have seen these videos online, you know, pigeon versus a young hawk, uh, pigeon versus catfish, pigeon yeah. versus, you know, cat, whatever. And pigeons always lose. I mean, let's face it. They just don't have the weaponry. They got the little beaks and they got the little claws. And often, and most times they act confused. They, they don't really know what's going on. They, they don't know they're losing their life. Right. Until it's over. And I don't know what was going on with this pigeon, but I was moving so slow up on it. And then it disappeared underneath the, the front of my bus. And I kept looking to the left or right, waiting for it to fly out. And I kind of came to a stop and then I started moving again, one, two miles an hour. No pigeon. And I just went back around because I went to, you know, do my layover. Did my layover, and as I came around again to where the pit where I had the pigeon accident, there was the fresh kill. <laughs> you know, this little head got squeezed off, man. Oh, <laughs> yeah, it was terrible. Did you and fill I, out? Did you fill out an accident report? I did. I killed a pigeon. I should have went in. I should have went in and had distress. You know, took a distress leave. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I've, I, I've done that too. Have you ever done that? Distress leave? Yeah. No. Oh, well, here's another good one. I was driving the one. I feel like an old time. See, ladies and gentlemen, this is what happens when we are at the bullpen, um, which is what they call the little waiting area where drivers sit while they're waiting to take off. And then this is, we start swapping stories like this. Um, and, and it's, it really is quite entertaining. But I was driving the 106, and I was and I was about ready to turn the corner of a particular street to make a left turn, and there's three or four cops, lights on, in the zone, a supervisor van in the zone. They're all they're all there with, and so I pull in the middle of the street because that's all that I've got left, and so um, and then I couple people get off supervisor comes up to me and he says this guy is going to take uh, right up to the top of the hill so all right why and and he said because why? because because and and the front of the the front of the bus that was sitting there the windshield was was smashed um, oh, um part and and he said yeah some guy uh is mad at him and so um he tried to get on the bus and he had a big old log and, and he hit the front of the bus and broke the window. And, and then he got on the motor and, and kept going. And I said, we let him get on another bus. So we didn't know. And all this kind of stuff. So the police were there and he said, this is the guy who the guy was mad at. And we're going to put him on your bus. And I said, well, now there's a good idea. <laughs> Why don't you have the police take him home? Oh, because and, and he said, "Well, I wouldn't worry about it. It's not a big deal." So I go winding up the hill, which is where I got to go next. Now you know where this story is going, uh, and and I get to the top of the hill, and I'm turning. There's a natural uh, turn there, so I can then see around the corner, and there's a guy. He's not wearing a shirt. 
he looks like if you do you know who uh Dwayne Johnson is, The Rock? Oh yeah, yeah. Oh boy. He looked like him. Oh good lord. He he was real buffed out. He was he had no hair, he had a shaved head and stuff, and he was stripped to the waist, and he had a what I would affectionately call a tree trunk in his hand. Oh shit. <laughs> And, and and the guy who was the guy that he was after said, "Oh no, there he is!" Oh and god, he's standing, he's standing in my stop. And I said, "Well, I'm not going to let you get off here. That would be silly, because then <laughs> you defeated the whole purpose of ruining a perfectly good bus. <laughs> you get you home, and then I drop you off here, and he kills you. So so I, he sees as I'm going by." This guy who's looking intently at the bus sees this other guy and starts running oh, after the bus. Man. And and uh um so fortunately and the going up the bus the, the bus going up a hill doesn't go very fast anyway. But <laughs> I so I was I was trying really, really hard to get the bus going. Come on, baby, let's go. And he uh um he, and he said <laughs> Oh my socks and garters, um, and he's and uh, the guy said, uh, "Well, I, you're not going to drop me off." I said, "Do you want to die?" <laughs> and he said, well, "No." I, I said, "I'll drop you off a couple of blocks up here, and then give you a chance." Called it in, and I said, "I've got a guy with a log chasing the bus. Can you can you please help me?" It's Call a very. I got a hairy Bigfoot. <laughs> yeah. So so then so finally uh, I let him off and was able to continue going. But it was it was a bit of a scary experience. So I I go I go in to work the next day and I say you know I would like somebody because I thought about it all night because you do think about these things all night long, replaying them in your head, thinking about well what if it was a gun not a knife or a a uh, a stick and and stuff and so i go in and i and i say well you know i don't know that, that what if it was a gun and he said now you're not allowed to think that way <laughs> oh <laughs> pardon me <laughs> pardon me all the hell but that's that, but this was a big man and he was going to kill me and and, uh, and and she said no you can't think that way i can't think that way and I said, well, I just don't feel fit to drive today. And she said, well, why don't you go ahead and take today off? So, um, and so, so I, I, I did, but I, I, those sorts of things that can happen to you. Um, God dang, I got, I got memories. They're flooding in, Eric. They're flooding into my head. Uh oh, see, I'm a bad influence on him, Paulette. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, <laughs> and it's, <laughs> it's okay. You know, stuff like it's a daily thing from the horrific like that to just the ridiculous. Uh, back the same day, I, I drove over a pigeon. The police stopped me. I was at, uh, I was going down Fremont Avenue, which, as you know, has a lot of bars and a lot of the pot huts, you know? Oh, yeah. And, you know, a policeman came out on the street across his arm, so I had to stop. And there was a lady at the bus stop. She was just downing these beers. I wasn't going to stop. 
you know, because she had all these beers out at the, and she wasn't really waiting for a bus. She was just downing beers. So I, I was just starting to continue on my way, and he stepped out, you know, his arms folded and kind of, you know, made me stop. So I stopped, and he, you know, signaled her to get on the bus, and she meekly picked up all of her stuff and got on. And she didn't pay a course. She just got on, and, and it took her a little bit to get on the seat. And two stops later, she got off the, the bus and left one of her beers behind, which, you know, did spill. Uh, and it was of a course. full beer. You know, so I had, you know, my bus smelled like a brewery. Of and, you know, this this is just, you know, the way it is. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you, Mr. Policeman. <laughs> you know, I love you looking out for us and, and the kind citizens of Seattle. Yes. And, and they don't particularly care. It's like, I want this person <laughs> gone and that will take care of that. That, that worked for them. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> That's right. So during my break, you know, I called it in and during my break, you know, uh, they told me to take it through the hut and they sent out a guy with a mop and a broom and they cleaned up my, my abused beer. Yeah. I told, I told you my, uh, uh, my, my favorite throw up story, didn't I? No, but this sounds just wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I'm 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 driving the 150, and I'm going to Seattle, and I'm going to stop at uh, Convention Place. And uh, I hear this muffling noise in the in the, not all the way back, but just in front of the arcade. And and uh, then then this guy gets off, and this other guy comes up to me and says, "Did you hear that noise?" <laughs> well, yeah. He said. He said that was him throwing up oh all over the God. seat, the wall, uh, the, the window, oh and, no. and and stuff. And I said, "Oh, that's what that smell is." <laughs> we hang out with the best people. <laughs> we do. And so, so I I call it in before I get to the tunnel, and I say, "I'm going to need some support when I get to convention place." And see, our bosses, which are the, the uh, supervisors, they get paid more than us. And the reason is they have to clean up the poop, <laughs> poop and puke and pee that, that right. is deposited by the great citizens of Seattle. On, right. on, on our they have arrived. Yes. And so in the meantime, somebody taken a, uh, a newspaper and has just kind of thrown it on this area that was pretty thoroughly trashed by this guy. And uh, so the, the supervisor, so I parked the bus and the supervisor comes over and it's John. I don't know if you know who John is. Older guy. There's um, been a supervisor forever and loved it. I think he's retired now, but uh, he goes, uh, oh, what's going on? I said, oh, man, I'm sorry. Somebody puked on my bus. He said, oh, all right, well, I'll clean it up. Well, the first thing he does is he, he goes and he gets, you know, his gloves and stuff. And, uh, and he doesn't bring a garbage can with him. First mistake, um, always, if you become a supervisor, always carry a garbage can with you onto the bus so that when you pick up the newspaper that's full of puke, it doesn't drip all over you. Ugh. And you could just. <laughs> <laughs> so he picks it. He picks up this wad of paper and puke and and proceeds to take it off the bus. It's dripping on his hands. So. He begins, he proceeds to throw up. 
Yeah. So he's he's like, oh, and, and I can see him. And so he brings. So then he brings the garbage can back. He puts the garbage can down. He said, man, this is awful. I even threw up. And I, said, I know I saw that. And he said, well, at least mine tasted like coffee. That <laughs> <laughs> just, I just killed me. <laughs> I, I, I can see why. <laughs> so it was, yeah. We so have those, great jobs. We do. We do. We, those are the, the times when the, yeah, you can't do anything else but laugh. That's true. That's true, man. You know, we're we're just a little bit above cats, you know. <laughs> it's natural for cats to throw up. It's natural for humans to throw up. What can you do? Well, yeah, it would be nice if they could get off the bus first. <laughs> but uh, yes, it would yes it would man it would but 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 the thing the fun thing is is that you gather all of these stories over time and they are just a lot of fun to uh once once you're done with that particular day and time because then because then he cleaned it up and he put some uh deodorant down and and stuff it still yeah. smelled like it smelled like deodorized puke at that at that point so yeah you can't really do much about it you know can't really do much about it you can't you can't so but but that's you know that i that's the part of the job i loved and there are lots of parts that i wasn't all that enthusiastic about but but that's that's okay that's okay and you you've been doing it you're now you, you've been doing it for 4 years so you're now what I would call a seasoned veteran. I, yeah, I would consider myself seasoned as well. I used to look at other bus drivers and consider them real drivers, and I was still, you know, gaining ground or, you know, learning how to do it. Now I look at other drivers and consider myself, yeah, I drive. I've, I've driven all those routes. I've, I've had a number of different experiences, and I consider myself fully qualified now. Yep, yep, and and you do a real good job with it. My so. life has been threatened three or four times, and uh, you know no, that has never <laughs> happened to me. I do have no? to admit, no, I've never had my life threatened. Oh, well, you're uh, a nice guy, except for that guy with a stick or with a log. <laughs> yeah. um, except for Bigfoot with a shave. Yeah, <laughs> although I have had somebody throw uh, uh, pour a beer down my uh, uh, um, fare box. Have you ever had that? I haven't had that happen. Oh, that's, that's a weird thing to do. It well, it it is, but he was he was drunker than than drunk, and I and I called him on it, and he wanders up to the front and he decides he's going to punch me, but he can't he can't figure out how to get that done, um, and I threaten to call the police on him and stuff, and so so he just takes the beer, and this is uh, what I call a steel steel reserve malt liquor. Are you familiar with this particular delicacy? No, I, I am not. On uh, Martin Luther King, which is a uh, um, um, a um, kind of a ghetto-ish kind of area, they're trying to clean it up. But but there are a lot of a lot of folks that don't have a lot of money that live there, and yeah. so this particular um, a delicacy is a, in a twenty-four ounce can, and they charge a dollar twenty-five. Oh, that's the, a that's a nice price. Yes. That's a nice price because it's it's what they call fortified malt liquor. Uh, 
which means there wasn't any booze in it until they fortified it. Now there's lots. <laughs> lots and lots gotcha. and lots and lots. Gotcha. Gotcha. And it's sticky. <laughs> it's sticky stuff. So it's, it's, it's the it's the leftover mouthwash. Yeah, exactly. And so you, you <laughs> poured it stuff down. Listerine didn't want. <laughs> he poured, well, and he, he yeah, exactly. He poured it down my uh, uh, fare box, and so I had to call that in. And say my fare box is is trash because the guy put his a beer down it. Really? <laughs> you know, I, I did. I did a I did a uh, emergency, um, but but I was I hit the EA, which is the emergency button. I had time to fight off this guy who was going to put beer down my fare box, knock the beer out of the bus. He followed to pick up what was re- left of the beer because you can only waste so much of a dollar twenty-five. It's really important that you that you save some of that money. So he so that. he he sta- he staggered <laughs> off of there. I shut the door and I went to the next stop, dropped somebody off. Went to the next stop, picked somebody up. Went to the next stop, and then they called me. Wow, it's like you know he put a beer down my fare box i feel personally violated and not only that but if he had <laughs> if he had um you know something like i don't know like a knife or you know a gun or something he could have shot me in the amount of time it took for you guys to call me back that's right and they were like well you know we're busy here we got 200 people that are just stupid like you so that's <laughs> That's the that's the run of the numbers, man. <laughs> that's the run of the numbers, Private Ryan. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So I'm 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 sorry if we need to take out insurance because apparently we are killing Paula. Paula, <laughs> yes, killing you today. You know, I had a drunk. Uh, sometimes they're entertaining. They're not always mean and nasty and confused. I had, I had this guy get on get on the bus on Fremont Avenue again, by the way, and he had this big old grin on his face, and I was intrigued when I when I saw him. He was a little guy, and he had a huge smile, and I thought, well, this this is different. And then I figured out, you know, that he was drunk and he was also wavering a bit. And I pull up, and you know how our doors we have double doors, so they're more than three feet, right? Oh, so yeah. so he takes aim. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I hate it. And he, steps and he steps up and he hits one side of the doors, you know, on, on the left side, and he bams into one side of the door and he steps back and he's shocked and he gets a big smile on his face and he takes aim and he hits the other side <laughs> and he steps back and his arms go up like this and he laughs. <laughs> and then, then he gets his bearings and he stops. And he jumps back up on, onto the bus with both things, and he lands, you know, and he's tumbling. Ah! <laughs> and he walks back. And it was so funny that I just started laughing. You know, what was the last time you laughed at a drunk guy? I can't remember the last time I laughed at a drunk guy, but this was the first time in, in years that I laughed at a guy that was drunk. Because <laughs> he was funny. Yeah, just an aim right for the middle there, between the two doors. That's right. <laughs> See, see if you can aim right for the middle there. That would be good. <laughs> it was wonderful. It was wonderful. And he got off, you know, when it was time for him to get off of the stop, he, he aimed perfectly. You could see him get up off his seat, and he was real slow. 
he's following his steps like this, making sure they were all right. And he just went through the door, concentrated. He got off. It was, it was wonderful. He still had that big smile on his face. It was, it was amazing. Uh, <laughs> It is, it is, it's, I have no words. <laughs> what, do you, what do you say? You know, but it, it's, it, it would be a really great study to, to uh, have a, uh, because some of these stories are really are entertaining. Um, and, but uh, it would, it would be fun to have a TV show built around, you know, kind of like taxi was only around buses and stuff. We should, you're the writer. Why you should come up with something like that? What's the matter with you? Well, I'm still working on the book. I know there's a guy on the East Coast is working on on such a thing. Um, I don't know where he's at on it. I read his book. I wish him. I wish him well. Yes, that would that would be really cool. If yes, because oh, is that you? Uh, that was my phone. <gasps> Your phone was launched. How unprofessional. I'm sorry. It's never done that before. Nobody calls me. <laughs> I've had a call for months. That's why I looked. Like, what was that? <laughs> well, it's, it's, it's funny. When um, when I first started doing doing radio, doing broadcasting, I went to KKNW, uh, which is a station up in Bellevue. And... Um, I would sit in the studio, and, and it's really is a great place. It's on the fifth floor. I need to one of these days. We need to have you on for a Sunday show, and oh, invite fun. you up there. And uh, and uh, it's the fifth floor of a beautiful building in Factoria. You can see the uh, Seattle. You can see Bellevue. You can see the 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 uh, Olympic Mountains. It really is pretty. And uh, um, and what the hell was I going to say? <laughs> oh, my phone anyway. rang. Oh yeah, no. Oh, that's right. That's right. It's it's really. Pre I'm having Alzheimer's. Just so you know. Um, no, um, we we have. Uh, there's a sign. It's on the wall. When you go there, you'll see it. It says, "Turn off your cell phone." <laughs> In 2003, the station had switched over from an automated CNN feed broadcast to being a block programming station. And they had people that you could buy time on the, on the station, and then you could go and create whatever show you wanted. I created Positive Talk. And I left my cell phone on so many times that the board operator put this sign up there. And oh. every when we go there, I say, that's my sign. <laughs> because I had my, so I learned, of course, my I, I was going to say I learned early on to turn off your cell phone, which, of course, mine isn't because fewer people call me than call you. I'm willing to bet. We should we should make a, a bet about that. Yeah, we, we, we should. I'll bet I would win. No, well, we you, all need to leave a mark in the world. You, you, you came up with the sign. <laughs> exactly. No, I, I'm not, what I'll see what I'll do is I'll call Paulette and I'll call Rick and I'll call Mary and I'll say, oh, you need to call him. He was having a personal <laughs> catastrophe, and you need, and then you folks need to call him, and then I'll win. And so, <laughs> God, you're devious, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Anything to win a buck, I'll do whatever, whatever I whatever I have to do because uh, because I know if you get if you get three calls, I win because <laughs> is that right? 
Oh yeah, nobody nobody calls me. People will people will text me and stuff, but uh, like like uh, my kids apparently don't know how to use the telephone. Uh, and that's strange. Because kids, you know, are born with phones in their hands now. They're they're just bypassing electronics. Because I heard now, uh, birth rate in two thousand twenty have included. I um, uh, Samsung got in, got in on this. It was uh, uh, I think it was they were talking about uh, uh, birth. They were trying to grow their market, so they figured out how to get into semination process. So that their new customers were just born with a phone. <laughs> so their process is now all their kids are born with a phone. Now nobody really knows how they accomplish this, but the kids are coming out and instead of uh, the doctor spanking their butts when they come out, and the kid going wah, they just text back, "I'm here," and that, <laughs> that's how it works. I'm here, and the doc says, "Oh, good, and thank you." Uh, how do I get a hold of uh, Google Play? And they, you know, the doctor says, well, here, here's the app. And, and the kid, I know that. Here's Minesweep. And, and then they, they get started on their day. So that's how the birthing process starts now. Uh, so I, you, do you know this for a fact? Or have you, have you that's ever, an absolute uh, fact. That's, it's a little known fact. Apparently. I'm going to be the only one that knows it. <laughs> <laughs> but it's one that's going to get out soon. You know, it's right up there. I learned this on QAnon. Oh, no, 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 no. We're not going to do it. We're not. We're not. We're not gonna, no, we're not going to. We're not. We're not going to talk. That was Eric Hall. H-A-L-L. We can get into We can, you know, we can get into a lot of trouble here. You know. Can we? With QAnon? No, no, just with just about anybody, we we can we can say that's it, it is it is great fun. And by the that's way, true. that would since confuse a lot of fathers, wouldn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yes, indeed. And uh, <laughs> it, now, I I was fortunate enough. <laughs> I'm going to go into another story here, I'm afraid. <laughs> I was fortunate enough to witness both of my children being born. Oh. as Oh, with Mary. You, uh, you we have a mutual baby with Mary? Well, she came to along just to, to hold. Ah. She, she came along to hold my wife's hand so I wouldn't have to. Oh, sweet. No, she because they we were at their house and 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 so she she just came along. But but Mary had the cutest line of anything, and I'm not going to say which one it was because I don't want to out them right here. But but um, Mary, their first child was a female, uh -huh. so she'd never been to the live birth of a boy. Is that different? What the yeah? I mean, Can I you know, do I need to give you an anatomy lesson? Well, we don't come out first that way, do we? <laughs> I mean, I know we go in first that way, but we don't come out first that way. No, we don't. We don't. Do, no, we we come out head first, but not that one. Um, but but um, <laughs> the the original size 
of that particular um, organ can be can be abnormally large for a baby of that size. People have and, been telling me that my whole life. Yeah, I know, and, <laughs> and people have been telling him that his whole life too. Oh my but, goodness! <laughs> <laughs> but and because we had not, we so had Rick not was bragging. No, no, he was he, 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 okay. he wasn't there. Uh, but uh, so we were we were um, you know, talking about you know having having the, a baby and and all of that and she and she'd never been part of the birth before and when he came out first of all you know his head clears and then his shoulders clear and then his torso clears and then oh my god <laughs> well, that's what Mary said when 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 his when his waist cleared um, it. <laughs> which caused me to look see i when i was um um birthing the children and i wasn't birthing it was, i i stayed my rule was everything below her neck let them worry about <laughs> so i wasn't gonna i wasn't gonna look i wasn't gonna, but but when mary said oh my god i did look and oh my god so he is a mccoddle <laughs> yeah, I said, where did you get the, where did you get that type of never mind I'm not I can get myself into so much trouble right now I think I'm gonna have to behave oh that's funny that's funny oh I gotta have to talk to her about that one she'll remember trust me <laughs> oh yeah, oh, yeah. In, in detail she can oh, remember boy. oh boy yeah, cause she, never, she, 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 her baby was a girl when, so she hadn't been at a live birth of a boy. So, so, yeah. So, in any event, <laughs> you are, you know, um, we should, we actually should invite Paulette onto the show just for fun. Would you yes, think, should. do you think she'd do that? Paulette? Yeah. I'm waiting, Paulette. We're waiting for you to, to respond. So, but that would, that would, that would be fun to have, have her on and stuff. But, um, and the other thing that I want to do is I want to have like everybody that's involved with the show do a day where like a Monday or something. And then we have ever and be on the air for like four hours or five hours straight and, uh, have everybody come in at different times that is part of the program and part of the show. Uh, would well, that be fun? That'd be a lot of fun. Like a marathon. Yeah, it'd be kind of like a, a marathon and, and stuff like that. <laughs> a day at the Independence Report. Exactly. And she is actually <laughs> pretty smart, as a matter of fact. <laughs> That's just life-saving right there. <laughs> it is. It is. She's smarter than uh, either of us, apparently. Uh, so, so that's That's good. a woman that does not, apparently does not like Oreo cookies. <laughs> Boy, yeah, I'm gonna, <laughs> officer. I don't know what's gone into him. But it seems it seems like it's going down the rabbit going hole. Rabbit hole. So, <laughs> listen, listen, you. Um, so, so this is what we're gonna do uh, every week. Uh, if you like what you're you're hearing, um, now Paulette's here, but uh, there will be, the others are also will be listening later on. So if you like what you uh, what you what you hear, please. Um, what is she saying? Uh, <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't know. 
Um, but if you like, if you like this, uh, give us a like, give us a uh, subscribe to us, and because I'm going to make Eric do this all the time, he's just too much fun. <laughs> I had a good time. And hello, Kenya. <laughs> <laughs> and we're waiting for yeah, yeah. Well, you know, I, I he still works at Metro, so I we so a moment. <laughs> For the moment, yeah, and then he's going to go back to Kenya. But he t- he tells me that he can get me uh, he can get me hooked up with any one of the hundred ladies over there. And uh, um, I said that no, no, this is my friend from Kenya. Oh, oh, nice. So, so you and I can both go over there, and uh, and we can we can pick us we can pick us out a couple of young fillies. Wonderful, wonderful. I love the food in Kenya too. Uh, no, haven't you noticed they're all skinny? They don't eat there. It's, well, that's that's we we could use some of that, Kevin. We we could be honest about that. <laughs> A week or two in Kenya would probably do us some good. I think you're <laughs> speaking for yourself, there, young man. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. So, <laughs> I I know I'm not going to go down that rabbit hole because it'll take a while to, to get back on it. So. Um, is there anything you'd like to, to add and, and projects coming up, things you're working on that uh, you'd like people to know about? Um, let's see. Got jury duty on the 21st of April. That'll be fun to talk about when I come back. Yeah. My first time ever doing jury duty. Um, that's the only project that I have in the works, you know, besides all my other stuff, I'm writing a new story for a presentation in, uh, summertime. I'm looking forward to that. It'll be sort of a Native American sci-fi thing. Um, still continuing to work on the other two books. I'm getting closer all the time. At some point, I really will get them done. Not Do sure. you live with a bird? No, but I have a really cool clock. Oh. It's an Ottoman clock. And it's That's got cool a different bird for every hour and every half hour. The oh. little bird song. That's cool. It is cool. Yeah. So, <laughs> Eric, it's, it's been great fun. I've, I'm going to do, by the way, if you're listening or you're going to be listening here shortly, I'm going to do another uh, podcast in uh, 10 minutes or so and another one at 4 o'clock. And, and the next one is with Coriel. And we're going to be talking about flower essences, if you would like to learn more about that and then at yeah. four o'clock we're going to talk to a um um a psych no a astrologist somebody that can read the stars for you so you can you can tune in then so you can tune in then too eric yes i'll look forward to that thank you so in it, it, let's see is in the let's see what's this is too much fun let me know when they. <laughs> and uh, Eric will be here all week. Make sure you tip your waitress and enjoy the view. Bye, everybody. Thank you. <laughs> and everybody have a great day. And Eric, thank you so much for doing this. Thank you, Kevin. Great. It's been fun. Look forward to next week. Yes, Transit Transients. That's Eric Hall. He is the man. So everybody take care, and we'll see you next time. Bye bye. Right My Independence Report. Hi, my name is Kevin McDonald. No, we're starting. We're, we're ending. We're not beginning.
Hey, and thanks for listening to this episode all the way to the end. Hey, pretty cool. Hey, don't forget to follow us so you can receive regular updates and new posts. And remember, take care of each other because each other's all we've got. See you next time on My Independence Report.